How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck dished Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! We're talking over the intro. The official podcast of the CustardTV.com. You can find us online always, and you can find us podcasting when the three of us can find just that little gap in our otherwise busy social calendars yeah, uh, to chat. I say three because I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website at CustardTV.com. Joined as always by Gary. Hello. Hello there. Uh, it's awful that my PA has been able to find time for me to appear on this podcast. Your pa. <laughs> and uh, and Matt. Hello. Good m- evening, Matthew. Good oh evening. no, no again. No. Sorry. Come. Good Sorry. evening. Good evening, fellows. Matt. How are we to see this fine I'm evening? Right. Julian, this fine is Julian Fellows on the podcast. Ma- what? This <laughs> fine May evening we're having. Now it is um, to get us all some tea. It is Wednesday evening, and I am willing to make a bet with you both on the podcast tonight. Go on, then. Yep, I'll take that bet. And I, I, you know, you could lie to me, but I, we've been doing this long enough that you don't feel the need to. Uh-huh. Put your eyes on. I bet I am the only one of us on the podcast this evening, on this somewhat grey evening in May, to have pork medallions wrapped in pancetta this week. Yeah. I see your pork medallions in pancetta and raise you a Jaffa cake bar that I've just eaten for my dinner. Oh my god! <laughs> What's a Jaffa cake bar when it's at home? Oh, have you never had a Jaffa cake bar? Oh, I'm so going to have a Jaffa cake bar. <laughs> well, do you find a time out? Yeah, they're in the cop at the moment. If you have I'm, putting, I'm putting this out now, actually. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen, you know, time out bars? Yeah. Like, like a twirl, but with biscuit in. Well, and also... I haven't seen... I haven't seen the timeout. Matt says you can buy them in multi packs. I've got some in the kitchen. Why don't you post them to do that? Why don't you post me them and your Endeavour DVD? (laughs) Why not? Okay, if you've never joined this before. If you've never joined this podcast before, what we do is we talk about our favourite sweets of the past. (laughs) And uh, once we got over that, we talk about them. Oh, I love them. Mm. I, t- I tell you what I liked about them. I saw, Nat- <laughs> I saw Natalie and Brulia eating one of them on Graham Norton. Oh, changed like my opinion of it. YouTube it. You'll see what I mean. Lovely. Anyway, uh, what we do on this podcast is we talk about Australian soap stars eating chocolate Has bars. Has he torn the rapper, Luke? No, it wasn't that dirty. Oh, <laughs> Matt, I just no. got that. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we move on to talking about Terry, the best of the worst on the box, TV reviews, news and previews. And uh, we'll start with the news, which is this week going to be hosted by one of the two other people on this podcast. <laughs> I've already forgotten which. I believe it was me. I'll, I'll oh, there you it. go. That's a my favourite one. Understandable. One of uh, my favourite one. Let's get let's get on it with uh, the news that Bill Nye will star in the sequels to Page Eight, which was was it 2011, 2010? Yeah, 2011. I think. 11. Uh, the sequels are called Turks and Caicos and Sorting the Battlefield, and he will be starring alongside Christopher Walken, Helena Bonham Carter, Ralph Fiennes. Saskia Reeves, Judy, Judy, is it Judy Davis? And you've been Judy, might be, Judy Dench, Ewan Bremner. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, when, who was it who didn't really like the Page Eight uh, film? Well, I, I didn't. Them, so, Luke. My problem with them was clunky dialogue. Mm, I'd agree yeah, with that. I would agree with that, but I think it was good enough. And I think if you look at the quality of stars, particularly in the first one, I mean, Christopher Walken on television is unheard of. And even Saskia Reeves and Ewan Bremner. Ewan Bremner was brilliant in um, that thing with Christopher Eston last year. I've forgotten the name of it. Blackout. Blackout. He was excellent. So ironic that. you've forgotten the name of that. And, yeah. in, and in Accused as well. He was good yeah, in that. Yeah, of course he was. So I'm really looking forward to those. I loved Page 8. Mm. Well, I think. Do you know what, though? If I'd have written two sequels to Page 8, you know exactly what I'd have called them. Page nine, page, page, page 9 and 10. Page 9 and 10. What are they missing about that? <laughs> because you haven't remembered that page 8 was to do... Oh, don't, I'm not going into it. Don't not. go into okay, it. I don't anyway, really let, care. Let's not spend too long on that. And, uh, Please don't tear apart my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all night. Okay. <laughs> the big reunion has been renewed for a second <laughs> series. Woo! And who would we like to see on this second series? Uh, Bagsy, Shackard, Demas, and Pliers. Oh, we I was just about to say Shackard, Aswad. Yeah, me and me and uh, me and Luke had this long conversation yesterday while uh, very long listening yeah. to various albums of the Now series and deciding um, which one was best. Uh, I yeah, reckon I Lisa think... Loeb should uh, get back together with the Nine Stories. Lisa mm-hmm. Loeb should yeah. get back together with the Nine Stories. Big what Mountain, Inner Circle. Yaz and the Plastic Population. Oh, yes! That's, a bit, Although that's, that's going to be 80s, isn't it? Isn't they it? have you probably know. been recycled over the moment. I, um, I, I hear the, the rumours are that uh, S Club 7 are going to sort of headline oh, with uh, A1 and E17. So it's sort of a numbers-based uh, big reunion. Yes. Uh, I'm surprised A1 would need to do it. Because to go. So it's not so crew. Big Brothers, I think they've said, are reuniting. Is that who you I am surprised, genuinely surprised, that A1 would have to do it after their success in the uh, source market. How about, um, how about... And how the, about... the road <laughs> market. How about Cleopatra <laughs> coming at you? Well, I don't yeah. know, because that girl's... It depends yeah, on what's on the voice, isn't it? Because she's in... Were the, were the honeys in this one, or did I? Yeah, yes. yeah. They were, No, that, that was a wonderful dream. Precious <laughs> weren't, or the other ones. Who were the other ones? Eternal. Eternal. I've turned it down apparently because they just oh. don't. They can't. Get Too big for Eternal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Too big. Uh, yeah, big reunion back. I mean, it has been. It was a huge ratings winner for ITV2 it, earlier it, in the year. Here's my outside bet: the Wonder stuff. There you are. <gasps> Ooh. Well, what what we were saying, Luke, wasn't it that? A, a sort of uh, Britpop version of. The I'd game. love to see that. We and mentioned to care and menswear and dodgy space. Together, menswear. Yeah. Ned's atomic dustbin. <laughs> I'm just okay. naming things randomly. 
moving on, Veep has been, already been renewed for a third series, just as the second series goes to air. I think I'm glad about this. I think, Gary, you liked that as well. Yeah, you? I did. I loved it. Even though I've never seen an episode, I've not seen all of the thick of it, I loved yeah. Veep. Uh, some new channel, uh, not new, sorry, Channel 4 has renewed uh, The Mimic for Series 2 and Friday Night Dinner for Series 3. Surprised by both of those, to be honest. I'm, I'm surprised, surprised by, the by Friday Night Dinner. I'm only surprised that they didn't continue to put it on Friday night. I'm slightly surprised by The Mimic. I thought the ratings were average. Mm, I did. Uh, yeah. And while we're on Channel 4 comedy as well, uh, the IT crowd has been confirmed for a one <laughs> Final special. So happy to about wrap this. Everything up. So uh, Gary. Again. So happy about it, Matt. Yeah. yeah. So happy. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one as well. I think it'll be. Uh, a, a long I, saw, I saw a little preview on Sky yesterday of Moonboy series two. Yeah, I was saying that to Luke as well. They did like they had like a comedy trailer, didn't they? With yeah. was on there as well. Um, Ta- Tasman Althwaite is is set to replace uh, Amanda Redman in uh, New Tricks. I now know why, Luke, you asked Matt to do that, because, of course, Tamsin Althwaite is a very northern name. Well, yes. So Matt's the right person to read that The reason I wanted to bring this up is because I'm the only one of us that watches new tricks. I know the rest of the country watches it, and I know BBC One put it on continually. The only person under 40 watches it. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because Tamsin Althwaite is replacing... Amanda Redman as like the the top female cop leading the uh, unsolved and open case squad, the UCOS, uh, unsolved crimes and open case squad is what it's called. The reason I wanted to bring Tamsin Althwaite up is because she actually appeared in it last year as a murder suspect, oh. and she's going to okay. appear in it this no no she's going to appear in it this year as a completely different character with so a completely different again name. again. <laughs> It's mainly old people who watch new tricks, so they probably won't know. <laughs> but I was just hoping that one day the BBC might miss up and repeat that Times in Alphabet episode and just confuse everyone. They normally lose episodes that they want to keep. But I wonder how long... Because the original cast of, of uh, James Bowler, Alan Armstrong, Amanda Redman, Dennis Waterman... Dennis Waterman... Is the only remaining castmate. Well, uh, that's the tune. Come on. Yes, of course he does. But I wonder how long it can go on for. It's yeah, still huge. Do you think they successful. should have stopped it when, like, Bolan and Armstrong just left? Well, Armstrong leaves in this series yeah. along with Amanda Redmond. But yeah. um, didn't I mean the main bloke that was in Midsummer Murders was was left years ago, and now it's Bergerac. They seem to be able with this kind of very no, you, safe... you the other way round. The, the other way, way round. Bergerac yeah. left, and that's someone else. They seem yeah. to be able to recycle these shows with different people quite yeah. easily. Do you know uh, what I admire them for that though? I know yeah. we slag them up, but I admire them. I but they are high profile enough cast, isn't it? It's people you sort of still like Nicholas. Yeah. They they did it with Last of the Summer Wine. They kept a core cast, but they changed around the people in it for years and that sort of thing. You talk about older people television. Yeah, they don't. Why new new tricks is a hit? Is because it's a it's a whodunit which everybody in the nation loves. and there's an element of humour and comedy that's not too daft and silly. And it resolves itself in one episode. Yeah, that's why people love it. So if they can maintain. That format with the new cast, it more is, power to it. It is the UK's version of CSI. 
Well, I'd say that's Silent what, Witness is the UK's be best. CSI in yeah. America were in what? Series 13, 14? And they're all well, we're on Series 16 yeah, of Silent Witness, so. Yeah. yeah a lot Silent of Witness is high. This will be the 10th series of new tricks, so. I reckon if they can keep it going to a standard. It's it's just, it's uh, power to the uh, to the creators and the writers. Yep. Well done. Okay, uh, the, just some quick ones. Bletchley Circle, the ITV drama set around sort of code break, code breaking women, will be back for uh, two two part stories. So a series of four. Uh, Lee Mack and Catherine Tater to star in a remake of Everybody Loves Raymond, which you, I think is quite surprising. I haven't even heard anything about this before. Sounds weird. Her. I mean. Everybody Loves Raymond is is is, re-show, is shown at the moment on Channel Four. It's one of those early morning repeats to death, and it's been featured quite heavily on the chan- on the BBC Four yeah. pro- BBC Two program that you and I have been watching. Um, would be about the American television. United States. It's about it's about the one American show that is played heavily there that I don't think is as well received. No, it's not here. very well known over here. So I don't. No, I mean it's, quite, it's good, but it's not really good. Basic, I mean, mem- the basic premise is, you know, like the the, <coughs> the Lee Mack character. I'm assuming is playing the sort of the Raymond role. Oh yeah, everyone loves and thinks he's great, but isn't as great, you know. And Catherine Tate will be playing that sort of, you know, the knowing wife, I suppose. Uh, but it's, it's, on for, it's, a bit, it's a bit different than that. It's not quite that. It's 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 Romano's life in that he has. Yeah. Yeah. He has a wife, he has two twin boys and a young, and a young daughter, and his, his mother, father and brother, who's a police officer, live across the road. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about how they keep interfering with his life, and he's a sports writer. It'd be, it'd be, I don't know how it would reflect. It would be interesting to see who they get, to, you know, who they cast as the sort of the parents, though, I think that'll yeah. be... Yeah. The key role of to... this piece is the mother, in, is the, his mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are, but... They're filming it on the 25th of May, though. Um, so it's not long away. Must be cast. Yeah. And and all, and also, it's quite odd that uh, American program gets remade over here. Of course, the it's very rare that is. Mm. I remember uh, the Upper Hand was the uh, one. <coughs> Unless you count yeah. Coupling as a Friends remake. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Because then they remade Coupling in the news, states. Well, right? uh, the Atlantic have announced that uh, the dates that the newsroom, the House of Lies, and Smash are all going to be the summer. Okay, and Gary now with some reviews. Indeed. Uh, very briefly touching on our Britain's Got Talent versus The Voice section. Again, both shows managed to grow an audience. The Voice actually has managed to audience every week, which we have to admit is impressive. Even if it no, hasn't we don't. quite reached the heights, well, I am. Even if it hasn't quite reached the heights of Britain's Got Talent or how it got last year, The Voice ended its um, auditions round, and we begin to move into the battle round uh, as of well, the battle weekend. It's one weekend, isn't it? Two shows this weekend. Are they just doing one weekend again, or are they doing yep. it longer this no, year? Doing, they've said it's the battle weekend, no S on the end. Mm. Um, so there's two yeah. shows, one Saturday, one Sunday. So we've got a double voice. Maybe they'll do something. I'm pretty sure they're going to do something between the battles and the and the the Possibly. other one. There is the, the twist that is coming is that yeah, when the, people the, the battles this year are into are within your own team, whereas I believed last year were teams against each other. But no, I can't no, remember. they weren't. They weren't. But if you if you yeah. Jesse J chooses to one someone from your battle round and you dis, you reject somebody, the other three judges have got the chance to come in and steal the one that gets rejected and put them in their team. And I'm assuming they have to battle again. Mm. We'll see how that works. We'll see how it works, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, this this last episode of The Voice was just a chore to get through for me. It, it, the, 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 the grating thing was, again, this idea that Will I Am had one place to fill and kept rejecting reasonably good people because he was waiting I for think the a lot of people... act. And I think that was played upon. Mm, and a lot of people didn't like the fact that, you know, if you were... It, it wasn't based on The Voice, it was based on, oh, you know, who goes in what order. And that, I yeah. think that that is the thing that sort of drags it down a little bit, is that... You might have a great voice. You might have a better voice than some people, but you know they haven't got as many places in their team left. And I and think I some, of those, some of those people that appeared near the end would easily have got in had they been at the beginning. Like the world so, Yeah, and, and the, the old bloke who sang uh, Pink oh, Floyd. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. But I think next year, if they if it does come back for a third series, which I'm not sure. Um, and Luke, I know you said that they need to change the entire sort of panel. They need to just they need to um, do a new tricks on its ass. <laughs> yeah, they need um, to do. maybe. Uh, Amanda Redman, uh, but uh, <laughs> they need to do something where they can sort of take some more members, of the, but they can only do it if they swap it with someone they've already picked or something like that. Yeah, or maybe that they they you know there, there's a bar, there's a bartering system a little mm-hmm. bit more. You know, you, yeah. you you put some money down or put some fictional amount of money down right. to gain somebody rather than just turning your chair. There are many ways they can do this, and I believe in in, in around the rest of the world they have come up with some good the battle. The battle round, sorry, the way of which stealing was was something they've nicked from America. So there'll be other voices around the world they can get ideas from. Mm. So, moving on, um, there's not much to say about Britain's Got Talent, although it must be coming towards near the end of the audition section I think soon. A few more weeks, probably. Few more Two weeks. more weeks, I'd more imagine. Weeks. Um, yeah, I can't even remember who was on Britain's Got Talent this weekend. Isn't, there was, isn't that a sign? There yeah. was more. There was more people that have been rejected by the Voice again. And I think it was it was brave of Gary to go on and do your juggling act as well, Gary. This oh, weekend. that was it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't see that. You didn't um, tell us you were going to do that. I didn't know. Because it's not me. It's your I, brought, I brought you the shirt. Yeah, thanks. I've returned it. Um, Thank you. I didn't actually see that act because it was crossed over when I watched uh, oh, The and, Voice. Uh, Labyrinth's brother, McNasty, also made Oh, the drummer. Yeah, I didn't quite get that. Indeed, how can you yeah. DJ and drum? Don't know how. Uh, anyway, I'm rubbish at both. Well, yeah. I'm going to carry <laughs> on talking. Because we speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second episode of The Politician's Husband aired. Uh, it took a little bit of a turn. If you haven't seen it, I haven't uh, seen. You haven't seen it. There's a rather awkward scene where, uh, well, we won't go into any details, but there's a rather. It's awkward so awkward scene. that I'm looking forward to how Gary words it. Yeah, um, David Tennant's character, already angry with his wife for politically upstaging him decides to take a bit of a liberty with her BBC <laughs> 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 Radio local radio What a liberty so, uh, This is the internet but I still don't feel yeah. that we need to use the exact words No, um, we don't need it to It did change my feeling about the whole show but I did stick with the episode and by the end of it I did think it was a bit better but, um, but that scene early on very much changed my view of the show now, Gary, uh, my friend uh, Andrew picked up on an interesting... Don't thing. bring other people into the podcast. No, no, just, just listen, because, Gary, you... This isn't a thing for other people to hear. This is just for the three of us. Someone before this podcast said they weren't going to talk as much. I've got a headache. I'll wait for Luke. Uh, mm. Basically, uh, some of the, the surnames in the uh, in the politician's husband... Uh-huh. Uh, Hoynes, uh, Babish, 
Seaborn, Lyman, do we recognise any of these? Grief, I'd noticed Babish, but I hadn't noticed... See, well, you did say that David Tennant's favourite show was the West Wing. Yeah, so West Wing, all the... I think there was another one as well. There's there's quite uh-huh. a few that are... Um, if the Prime Minister is Bartlett, then... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if if Andrew wants to come on and replace Gary... Mm. What? He'd also like to say, because it is... It is his house that my Twitter avatar was shot in. He would like to say he does own some furniture. So I see no, I see no proof of that. <laughs> I'll have to film. I would want to see a beanbag chair and a coffee table. People changing avatars. That was last week's podcast. Mm. Um, the ice cream girls finished on Friday nights. We'll right, I'm not. I'm oh, taking off my headphones if you're talking about that now. And, uh, I'm going to say that we'll probably talk about that another time because okay. I haven't watched the second episode yet, and I think Luke hasn't seen the third one. So yeah. perhaps we'll do a, a pick up on that one in a week, a week or two's time. I will just say, just very briefly, if you yes, have, I feel quite bad that I didn't rave about this more at the time. It's okay. really, really good. Yeah, it is and good. if you ha- if you haven't seen it, please try and get I it on. I recommend uh, you sort player. of watch it all in one go if you haven't seen it already. I think yeah. it, I I watched two and three. I think together. it's on ITV Player for about another thirty days or so. I think. It's and there is a, there is a twist apparently at the end, which oh, yeah, rivals. I really enjoyed the third episode. It didn't go where I thought. And you you said that about the second episode, Luke, as well. Yeah, I lo- I just like. Lo- the performances from the young girls, particularly, are just—I'm completely drawn in by them. I just—if I'm so sorry that we didn't rave about it yeah, when it was on. We did, we did talk about it and yeah. we did look at it, so we'll come back to it. There were some uncomfortable scenes again in, in, I suppose, similar to the politician's husband, which I'm yet to see. But there were some uncomfortable scenes in the Ice Cream Girls involving uh, oh, yeah. Marcy Cobston and the um, Well, yeah, because that was the whole plot line. Yeah. Wasn't what it was that but you it was see, yeah. you know it was fair you know it was quite graphically seen in the in the first one it was sort of i suppose we had yeah. that scene in the field didn't we in the first one yeah mm. one. and of course yeah, episode two fun. explains why they are the ice cream girls mm. as well. so yeah not to repeat myself see it if you can good um a show that you shouldn't see, even if you can, uh, is a new BBC Three panel show called Sweat the Small Stuff. Um, it stars everybody's favourite person to hate, Nick Grimshaw. Um, oh, if you're Grim- over the age of 30, you probably don't know who even know. If you're over the age of 30, you probably don't even know who he is. He's currently the Radio 1 DJ, breakfast show DJ. And um, Sweat the Small Stuff, I had the misfortune of watching last week. And it's basically... BBC going, oh, we quite noticed that Celebrity Juice gets lots of views. In fact, we'll even have Holly Willoughby on our first show. But we won't be quite as lewd as Keith Lemon, and Keith Lemon is quite funny at times. And Nick Really? Grimshaw. Did you just say that? He is at times. I've not. As I say, if Andrew wants to come on and yeah, replace well, well, Gary... Yeah, he hates Keith Lemon. Ask him. Ask him this week. <laughs> but Sweat the Small Stuff was terrible. Um, uh. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, it's 30 minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. Sorry, BBC. Well, the clues were all there, Gary, in the phrase BBC3 panel show. Well, they did that good one with Rob Brydon, but that was sort of a spoof, wasn't it, that? What, the annually retentive? There was also that one with one of the bloke out of the Inbetweeners, wasn't there? He did a panel show thing. Oh, that was horrible. The King is Dead. that was awful. The King is Dead. God. Moving very quickly on to... the K that was on back in the day on BBC Three? Good grief. Oh, gosh. Oh, you lost me. Lost me there. Family Fortunes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to find out. Gary, you carry on. I'm going to... You've got to look that one up. Very quickly, the final was last week. Uh, Natalie, Natalie, the South East or the East London girl, won it. Uh, I don't know quite why I'm talking in her accent, but she was quite good. The final episode was very good. The food they cooked was excellent. The tension, I was a little bit disappointed with the ending. That actually, they built up this whole thing and then they went, Natalie's won. And I was Did they make any changes this year to the format? This is the first time I've watched MasterChef beginning to end. So I I did they have that awful voiceover girl? Yeah. You just don't, like, that's why you don't watch it. I'll tell you what, if I saw her, yeah, I would have serious you, words. If you, uh, if you adjust your podcast, you can actually get a version of this with that voiceover girl talking over this. I can't I'll tell her. you what I thought of it. This series seemed to go a lot... I mean, it was on like two or three times a week, and it went mm. really, really... I thought the pace of it was was almost too much. I think what they need to do not have as many people next year like you know have it like the apprentice where it starts with 14 or 16 and mm. I, I don't need to see all these like you know these qualifiers and these semi-finals i'd oh, rather just i'd as, rather just see the last you know as someone who's never seen the master chef before i yes i would agree there were too many people in it mm. but i enjoyed being able to watch it on consecutive nights yeah, no, I, I don't mind that, but I just think there was too many people, you know, and I I like it when it gets down to sort of the last, you know, last eight or nine, because then you get to know the personalities more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I did say that uh, Natalie would win, because she went on the biggest journey, do you not agree, Gary? Right, yeah, definitely, and and she was she was uh, impressive throughout, whereas the other guys had major lapses at serious yeah, times. Especially Larkin, he was Before super we, well, well, Yeah, Larkin, Larkin had some lo- lovely moments of complete failure. Before we move on to The Apprentice, in which for which we will lose Luke very briefly, um, we'll talk. For, I'll just mention Hannibal. Um, it's a new uh, serial killer drama on Sky Living. It starts tonight. The first episode has been online for a few weeks for people to. Um, it's based around the same sort of stories as the books around the lambs. Um, it's somebody else playing Hannibal Lecter. He plays it very well, but it's not. Anthony's. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is in it. He's very good. It's very dark. It's very hard to actually get involved in it, but from what I'm told, it does get very good. Um, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, I'd recommend it if you're a fan of that genre, not necessarily if you're not. It's not a particularly accessible show. We're now going to talk about The Apprentice. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> the first episode aired last night, where we got to meet the new, brand new 16 contestants with Lord Sugar. Uh, the second episode is on tonight. Um, so you get a nice bit of continuity if you uh, if you're a fan. Um, the first task was uh, based upon the fact that Lord Sugar gave both teams, male and female, evolve and endeavour, uh, a, a, 
a yeah. uh, a container at Tilbury Docks of stuff they had to sell. Yeah. There was what was there? There was water. Now, toilet, do you think, Gary, on this that uh, it would be a huge? I thought when I saw this first time around, I thought it might be a human trafficking task. <laughs> Someone could say that on the. the yeah, the, like uh, it sort of started like the second series of The Wire with the yes. with the <laughs> bodies at the docks. No, anyway, uh, yeah, there was toilet right. roll, bubble wrap, uh, bottle water, and of course the lucky cats was the uh, the sort of the image that people will take away from this uh, this first episode. And I'll just say I know yeah. I mentioned the screening last week, but. Uh, Lord Sugar did actually have one with him and gave it away oh, really? at the end to the uh, for the it. best question. Sorry? Oh, you didn't win it? I didn't it's win it, no, no. Dis- I think it was the lady from the Jewish Times. It's all that, you know, it's all... <laughs> Keep it in the family there. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll do a full-blown review of it. I no, think no. we could probably, there's probably other better websites and stuff to do that. I think say, who is your early favourite, Gary? Is, I mean... Um, who your, is my early your... Favorite. Top candidate, not maybe to win, but who did you like from that first episode? Okay, well, I really liked the blonde who um, ended up leading the sub team. I can't think of her name. Sean. No, not Sean. Leah, no. Leah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, uh, Leah, Leah, Leah. Um, I also quite liked Jason, the project manager of the men's team. Oh, really? Because I think, yeah, actually, he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't like, I'm going to kill everyone. Did he, did he live up to his? Uh, yeah. Level? He, yeah, and I can imagine he will be quite good. I think he'll be a better team player than he will be team leader. Now, my favourite is is Tim. I said this on on Twitter after I'd seen the screening. He's just yeah. all kinds of awesome. Just when he just he was in the boardroom, he just decided to speak up as they were leaving for no apparent reason. And uh, and the bit as well when he just sold the high vis jackets and was really excited about it. And I was like, I love this guy. And also, I, I quite like, just because he's a bit of the sort of villain of the piece, um, yeah. Alex, the the Welsh Dracula lookalike, who I didn't realise until I watched your Fired, is actually the first ever Welsh contestant on uh, The Apprentice. Yeah, I know, I was racking my brains trying to think yeah, of Yeah, I was as well, because we are nerds. We well, are Dara Brian has gone, done his research. Yeah. But yeah, I liked Alex. Uh, I, yeah, Tim was great. I actually... Uh, what's her name? Did... The one who's the Jessica Rabbit with the, the Jewish... Uh, Louisa or Louise? Louisa, yeah, that's right, yeah. I was slightly worried. I was about to, to, to take the mick on Twitter, and then I wondered whether maybe he had like an involuntary shake disability or something. But he could stand still when yeah. he was talking. Ironically, his name is actually T- Tim Stillwell, which is a bit. Oh, that's fantastic. And also, you know, you mentioned the eyebrows of Alex. Actually, Jason had eyebrows that met in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, um... Um, oh, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Then I was just going to say sorry. Something else. It's gone. Basically, uh, basically, unless you've seen the show, spoiler alert. Uh, Jazz, the uh, team leader or project manager of the uh, women's team Evolve, got fired uh, basically because she put herself forward and ended up being too much yeah. of a... Was, a t- I like that because it, it got rid of all the sort of... Because usually they go into a room and they have to decide his project and then they have to decide and they did it like that, quick, 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 and I like that. But uh, the other thing I was going to say is that someone brought up at the screening is that all the girls look quite glamorous this year, apart from Jazz, who left. Oh, yeah. They said it's like Towie with brains or something. Well, they, they, there was a comment on the You're Fired where Jazz did say, I was the only one whose makeup wasn't done by Made in Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do think he has gone for a glamorous look. But there were but some of them with some he said, Don't talk to me about that. That's all the casting, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. They weren't airheads. There was a few yeah. idiots. But there's no airheads. Well, there's so. always idiots on The Apprentice. That's why we like watching it because they just. And tonight's apparently, Karen Brady said, is an absolute just like well, classic it, Apprentice. It, 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 so. It, because basically it looks 
looks like they completely mess it up and that's always yeah, great. I'm going that... to watch it as soon as we finish this. I have got it queued up, ready to go. Us less than mortals will have to wait till nine o'clock tonight. Mm. I suppose you ought to let him back in. I don't know. No, no, I think we should. Should we just uh... should we carry on and let him think oh, we yeah, just did yeah, the apprentice yeah. for half an yeah. hour? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no, I was just going to do the previews. No. You're gone. <laughs> so, moving on to the previews. Moving on to the previews. Oh, he's back. Oh, hello. I'm back. Um, tomorrow night sees the return of Paul O'Grady's For the Love of Dogs on ITV at 8.30. This did massively well in both ratings and awards last year. Um, there's nothing I like better than Paul O'Grady and dogs. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming Simon from, is a big lover uh, of this show. Apart from anyone else. Um, nine o'clock, following Paul, uh, is Murder on the Home Front. This is a new two-part ITV drama, much in the same vein as the Bletchley Circle. I think Matt, Matt had a better description of it, which I will present to you now. Oh, CSI uh, 1940s London, I said. There, there you go. There's a lot of gallows humour in there, I would say. It's very sort of Silent Witness meets Foil's War with a bit of Sherlock in there, I would say, but not as good. Again, quite a long title. Yeah. Um, yeah sure it was an acronym, no? It's two parts. It's Thursday um, this week and uh, just to be... Uh, traditional Thursday next week and I would agree with Matt I think if they place this over Thursday and Friday I've watched it properly and I have to say I was kind of annoyed I enjoyed it uh, Thursday is this and the Friday. sort of thing that they think that could actually get a full series like an endeavour like you know you could do well, three I, 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 th- I, some, I sometimes think that the, all these shows are they don't they don't set them out to be pilots but I think they do it's look written at written by the same guy who did that Shetland who recently uh, it's the same that's that's also also yes, that's the potential thing yes which I also quite liked yeah. um, Life of Crime is a new uh, ITV drama on Friday taking the place of the aforementioned Ice Cream Girls Hayley Atwell of Downton Abbey and most recently Christmas drama Restless uh, plays a policewoman in sorry Black Mirror Oh yeah, that's Shush. right. She was, yeah. yeah. Although, isn't um, she aged in this one? Well, no. Well, yes, she and ages no. over she, the three episodes. She ages yeah. over the three. The I mean, first to sit in the eighties. Have you seen it, Luke? As well. I well, this is another one of those where I got sort of halfway mm. through, had to pop I mean, out, wasn't rushing back to the computer it to see it. Starts in the eighties, and then I think the next one's ninety. It's eighty-five. Is the first one? I think. Eight, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. And, and 2012. Day, and it's all about the same sort of crime that comes back to haunt this policewoman. Find him a bit st- annoying. Three stages of her career. But again, in saying that, we sort of wrote off the Ice Cream Girls because it was Friday night, and I don't think you should. So give it a go, but it's not going to set the world alight. It's not something we'll be talking about at the end of the year. It's, it's just and it's got nothing to do crime. with the Life of Grime programme that used to be on Channel 4. No, but John Peel does not narrate it. Well, that I can I. confirm. Yes. Uh, Doctor Who, the Cybermen return on I, Saturday. I, that can means I just say that I, am, I am giddy like a schoolboy about the Cybermen. <laughs> yeah, I was um, never a big Dalek fan, but I loved the Cybermen. Sorry. A brief but terrifying insight into Gary's home life there. Yeah. Um, on Sunday night, Graham Norton will uh, undoubtedly host. The BAFTAs, uh, unless he's ill, in which case I am already. The suit is. He didn't do yeah, it place. Though, did he? He did. It was Gary Breen did it last year because it was. Yeah, and I think well, he did a good job. So we'll see. Um, if Graham you want our awards, he is actually. Well, yes. then, then it shouldn't be him doing it. 
Um, but yeah, um, Wadaro Brian isn't, so no, you could do there it. you are. Um, but uh, if you want to hear our views or read my article about the BAFTAs, just search BAFTAs on the website, thecastertv.com, and it'll all come flooding forward as if... Or if you subscribe you to the podcast on iTunes, it's also there. Yeah, uh, we'll you can probably, do it that way. We'll probably tell you our thoughts next week, won't we? I'm, e- I'm easy. Whatever way you want to do it, as long as we get the information to you, how you get it, I mean, it's your choice. We don't force it upon you. And, and we'll yeah. tell you what we think. Yeah. If you just ask me what my favourite drama was in the category on Twitter, I'll, I'll tell how you. How would I do that, Luke? What, what address would I use to get hold of you? I'm not telling people that. Oh, I mean Twitter. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> the previews first. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's finish them. Um, Paddy Constantine and Olivia Coleman uh, joined forces uh, for the second Mr. Witcher, the suspicions of Mr. Witcher. I totally um, the first one. You totally missed it, or I you totally, totally watched it. it. So, so it was on I've, on was it Bank Holiday two years ago around this? Yes, time? it was. I don't yeah. feel too bad that it was two years ago then. No. I thought you'd done that California thing of going, I totally watched the first one. <laughs> totally. I totally watched it. You're, you're um, bad. We are not going to be appearing, but regardless, it's Soldiers On. Only Connect. We'll have to do it, it next to series, guys. I think, I think there's definitely room for the th- our, our three-part team to go on. Next. Is Interestingly, that the, is that the only reason that we're now a three-person podcast, so that we can actually yes, go on? Yes, we're, we're just forming a quiz story for Only Connect. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I have to say as well, Victoria Corrin is noted down in all the publications as Victoria Corrin Mitchell, which I thought was. I didn't Maybe know she's she slowly changing her name. Uh, yes. Um, the old fall... I've got news for you with her honour and just reminisced about when she was younger and Aww. single. Oh, Victoria, get in touch. Gary loves you. Uh, the Fall is a brand new five-part crime drama. No, yeah. you're not. No, we'll be like, uh, well, off if, the far end. If we do it, we'll just expect Gary to be removed from the studio. I love you. Um, I'll ask yeah. my friend Andrew if he wants to do it. I'd love to speak what? to Andrew. I'm getting more attached to Andrew the more he comes up. <laughs> uh, he is the new Lauren Jones of this podcast. Uh, the Fall is a brand new five-part crime drama from BBC Two starring Gillian Anderson. This has been moved about the schedules like... Something that's I, moved a I lot around some Matt, schedules. Just like like intern. Can I just say, Matt, Gillian still hasn't called me, just just so that you know. Just no, keep man. that in your mind. She still hasn't rung. Really? She's probably calling Victoria Corrin to check yeah. out. <laughs> <what> <laughs> to, to, to. I've moved on from Victoria Corrin. And, oh, oh, that was mean. You'll it's break her little heart. <laughs> She's married. Uh, it's, you know. Okay. I'm not a home is Gillian record. Anderson married? No, I don't think she is. That's beside the point, as far as he's concerned. <laughs> Some things are ir- immaterial. Um, now, I have to say about the fall, um, people on Twitter, critics like ourselves, are raving about how good this is. Um, I tried to watch it on my computer, and it it's so dark I could barely see it. I think I saw a bit of Julian yeah, Anderson's hair. This. I didn't quite understand this. Is it because it, it's set? Is it because of when and where it's set that it's so? It's dull? so dark. I don't quite understand why it's so dark. Matt went to the screening of this, courtesy of my good self and my inability to get to London on short notice. <laughs> so, um, his review, I imagine, which will be up on the site shortly. Hint, hint, Matt, get your ass in gear. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, uh, Monday morning, all right for that. No, 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 no. Thursday is the production meeting. What's going on? Yeah, but but I mean, just just a couple of words, Matt, without giving anything away. 
yeah, I, I think we talked about it briefly when after I'd been to the screening, hadn't we? I mean, it's it is it's dark. It's I mean, I liked it. The style it was stylistically it was good, and um, I mean, Gillian Anderson's really good in it. But there's no one really to connect with or sort of root for. But again. I mean, I think Gary, I'd like to hear Gary's opinions next week, because I think he might quite like it. Gary will be watching it. it. Is it scary? Someone said that they liked that it was scary. It, I think some people, I personally didn't find it scary, but I can see why people would. It's very creepy. It's all, well, it's, it's sort of all about a serial killer, but you actually see the serial killer's sort of day-to-day life, because he's, no- he's got a normal job, he's got family, but he the likes... Ad- the advert promoting it is done in such mm. a way that you think he's following her but in the end she's following yeah. him it, so how do you see how that in plain sight because he's like yeah. a normal book. you know you see he comes across as a fact but then he just kills like you know these young professional women and steals their underwear anyway <laughs> we've all been there Frost on Sketch Shows is also on at 9 o'clock on uh, on BBC Four, that is going to be on at the same time as the fall. Uh, David Frost, I presume, uh, on sketch show. Yeah, not Inspector Frost. Nick what Frost. I like is the way that these these sort of titles, like Frost on sketch shows, you don't need to know anything else about it. It's all there. But if you're a fan of sketch shows, which I am, and I don't know whether you guys are, these are one of these great BBC programs that will be doing lots of clicks and maybe some heads I don't know. I think which... we said, didn't we, we talked about sketch shows and we were saying that if, you know... Sketch shows? Got... Well, I thought it was sketch shows, but, you know... I thought it did, yeah. Show. Sketch shows. <laughs> He's still not got it. We talked about scarecrows one, <laughs> we did. David Frost on scarecrows. Yeah. Go on, Matt, we'll let you finish this one. Go on. That they can be quite hit and miss sometimes, uh, but if they're good, you know, you, we enjoy them. I think it's when we were talking about uh, Anna and Katie. So, uh, well, there aren't that many on television. I mean, I can only think of like Watson and Oliver, which is a. Oh, a don't think of Watson and Oliver. Show. No, but I was a big fan of the Fast Show, so I hope that hopefully they'll do some stuff on that. Um, I also liked. Um, I thought Catherine Tate was actually less hit and miss than most. And I actually thought Little Britain wasn't worth all the raving that people did about it. So it'll be interesting uh, to see I how well... Uh, have a look at this now. Uh, the Frost thing. Stephen Fry is on there as a contributor. Ronnie Corbett, Michael Palin. So there's quite a lot of... Well, yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's a BBC thing, you know, Monty Python was a sketch show. You know, not the... Why can neither of you say sketch show? It's worrying me. Sketch show. No. Thank you, well done. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with any of us, maybe Matt for execution lessons, you can reach him on Twitter. Well, I am from the north, so you'll let me out. <laughs> uh, it's at Matt's TV Bites. You have to squeeze him in between pies. Um, and <laughs> Tristan. And Gary, as well. Uh, yes, you can contact me for electrocution lessons. Uh, um, I'm at The Gary Show. And if you want me for all uh, my good uses on Twitter, you can get a hold of me <laughs> at Luke. Custom we haven't worked TV. out what those that's, are. That's like the worst business card ever. I know. I'm not going to release that as a business you're, card. You're not going to make it very far on the next series of The Apprentice with that kind of attitude, Luke. Come on. Next no, week we will be discussing. Next week we will be discussing all three of our opinions on uh, the aforementioned crime drama The Fall, as well as previewing drama series Case Histories which is returning on Sunday nights to Ooh, BBC yeah. One for three 90-minute episodes. And there's a lot that happens in that first one that I 
didn't quite follow. I, I just realised that we can't do our ever popular returning topic. Matt's been to another screening because he hasn't. Have you been? Have you been anywhere else? Have you been to an aquarium or a I've cinema to, or? Not really. I've been to work. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah. listening to Now albums with Luke. Yeah, that's about. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call a podcast. <laughs> Coming soon. It's a we shame we've already <laughs> If not, now yeah. that's what Call of Podcast would be a great title. Uh, if you've got in touch with either of or any of us uh, over the coming over the recent weeks on Twitter, I want to say it just while I've got the time. Really do appreciate all the visits to the mm. site, all the comments on it, all the feedback on the podcast that we get. It means a lot, and we hope you enjoy them. Uh, Luke, Gary, and ba- Matt. I'll call you Bat for the sake of saying your name wrong. Uh, any final thoughts while we've got a minute or so to kill? I know that you guys are a little bit disappointed that the, the coming up sections, you know, you, you've said before that you're not that bothered by some of the stuff that's coming up, but I think when you look at that preview section, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good, good stuff still yeah, around. There's several, like, dramas. I mean, yeah. uh, you've got as next week, like, Mr. Witcher, The Fall, and Frankie Star next week, so there's quite a lot oh, yeah. over the next few weeks. But then That's we the one to... thing we didn't mention in the in the previews, actually. Frankie... Well, it's sort of on ran... after... It's yeah, on after right. next Not Tuesday, isn't it, I suppose? It's on just after we do the podcast next week. Tuesday at 9 o'clock, Eve Miles. Also, I talked about, yeah, we haven't talked about the fact that BBC has started to preview The White Queen. Uh, which is coming up over the summer. It's Luke, Not isn't overly that? bothered about. Bothered okay. about. Okay. All right, Not about bothered about that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so that's all coming up. It's the Custard TV podcast, the podcast that is exclusive to the custardtv.com, unless of course you get it from iTunes. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.